welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. How do you grow your business? And I want to talk about that today on this podcast, live video show. How do you grow a small business? And this is from a marketer's perspective. And that perspective quite often is everything is marketing. And I want to share with you your unique success combination. You don't have a unique success combination? Well, we're going to help you find that. That's what this show, this channel is all about for professionals, independent entrepreneurs, small business people who are looking to grow their business and find their success combination. And that is what this show is all about. And so welcome. This is number 431. I think it's pretty darn amazing that we continue to uh, to grow and how long we've been doing this. Hey, if you uh, again want to find your own USC unique success combination, I have a download in the description and you are more than welcome, more than welcome to download that. And of course, you'll find that on the blog uh, too over at RoshSillers.com. So if you are looking and are searching for success, then you found the right place. It's just that simple. Imagine you had your own USC and your own small business and you're able to uh, kind of live on your own terms. And I think that's an amazing thing. It certainly has worked out for me and I'm trying to help this concept work out for you. Uh, so I have a few things I wanna talk about. I'm going to get into this whole concept growing your small business from a marketing perspective. But I want to talk about also my Casey video, Casey Neistat video that I put out there and how that came about. And it got a little bit, for me, a little bit of play more than usual, about four or five times my normal views, which again is not a huge number, but it showed some things that I want to share with you. Also, I have a hashtag years ago that I created and I found something out very interesting about that hashtag today. So that was that was a lot of fun. So I want to share that also with you. So if you look at small business, and before I get too far into that, remember we have question and answer at the end. I, I want to make sure that that is there. And so if any of you who have a question, feel free to put it in the chat. And of course, those of you who are catching this on the replay, make sure that you put your comments in the, in the your comment in the comments so I can answer your questions and support you. So we're looking at developing your small business, your entrepreneurial your entrepreneurial venture that you want to grow and you know everything if you look at it from a perspective that everything is marketing. Now, I have a a friend of mine who his, his name is Michael Angelo Caruso. And I have a video coming up for him because I have a series coming up. It's going to be a series that is launched every Monday. Monday. What? <laughs> every Friday for a while, for the next number of weeks, on how to create your own six-figure uh, business. Now, this isn't those, you know, Ferrari, you know, kind of let's, you know, sh let me show you my big mansion kind of how to grow your six figure business kind of thing. This is the real deal. This is talking to people who've done it in their kind of the real world online and off and a real grounded conversation about how you can create a business that supports you 
And, and so that's Michael is going to be one of the first people on it. And he said the, a very similar kind of a thing. Everything is a presentation. So I'm sure you can relate just about everything to everything in some way. But I do believe when it comes to growing your business, you really do need to think of a marketing perspective because that marketing is a communication element. Communication is so powerful in the growth of your business. And I want to give you a few examples that are related to our combination in the USC, Unique Success Combination, which is really our umbrella for driving what we are driving on this channel. And I want to combine these, these different types of businesses and different elements of a business and how it applies to everything is marketing in your USC. So let's, let's talk about this. Let's say, and I have a few different examples. But let's say you sold a toothbrush, okay? You just invented a new way. Now, there are different elements to that toothbrush, obviously. And let's just talk about the handle. How does that handle feel? And if that handle feels really good, you're going you're gonna to probably think, wow, this is a good brand. You, you're, or you, you may even talk about it. Maybe there's something about this handle that is so unique that you have to share it with somebody. That's marketing. That's just a basic, you say, well, it's just a toothbrush, who cares? But it could mean a lot if people are sharing that information. Let me, let me share another example related to the USC. And this is more direct. So we talk about the five. The, the combination is seven, five, three, one. And the five are the five people that are supporting your business. And it's kind of your own combination crew. It's a combination of people that support you. So there could be a financial person. There could be someone who's big in the logistics. Maybe there's somebody who's, who's done that before. And, and you're learning a lot from them. Maybe there's a marketing person in that group. Your combination crew of people that support you. It's like a mastermind. You can look at it that way. But this, there's no structure of necessarily that you are necessarily coming together to all build your businesses. Some people are, some aren't. Hopefully you're adding something to that group of people, but it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be a formal and nor do each one of those people have to know each other. Your, your combination crew of people are people that you know you can go to to support you in the growth of your business. It's, it's vital to have them. It's absolutely vital. But it, they can also be a good source of referrals and that's the marketing side. A good source of referrals, people who know you, trust you, believe in you, are probably the best source of referrals for your business and will help get the word out about your business. So yes, if you go through the entire combination, absolutely, all these areas can support you in the marketing side. Let me get down, drill down a little bit more into something maybe a little more obscure. How about meditation? I have a video on that. I also have one on journaling. And I'm not saying you have to meditate, but I'm saying this is a, something that helps me as part of my success combination. I have some videos on it. What would that have to do with marketing? Well, if marketing is communication and if building your business is about making good decisions, clear-minded decisions, oh, there we go, then... If you are 
not, say, journaling to write down your ideas, get all that stuff out of your head and going through with a clear mind. If you're not meditating, if that's another way to do it. There are a number of ways. Maybe it's exercise for you just to clear your mind. Whatever it may be that you are doing to clear your mind and keep your focus, you're doing these things because now throughout the day, you may just treat people better. Maybe you have self-confidence. Maybe you are doing things, making better decisions which is marketing because anything that is front facing to the customer is marketing and you snapping at a customer just because you have are not calm and you're on edge that hurts a business making poor decisions quickly can hurt your business i remember one time this is one of my favorite one of my favorite uh uh kind of a stories related to this. I was at a photo store many years ago and there's a lady in front of me who is looking for film for her camera. This was a few years ago, obviously. And the lady behind the counter, uh, I know the, the this couple were accountants, actually, but they got into the film business and they had a photo store and this lady in front of me was looking for some film that was kind of obscure for her camera and the lady who owned the store said here use this and so the lady bought the film took it out of the package and tried to put it in her camera and it didn't work it didn't work and and so she said oh no this this, this didn't work um can we try this one she said well i can't return you can't return that it's open <laughs> You can't return the film I just recommended to you and told you that, based because I'm the professional, that this was the right film for your camera. But since you've opened it, I, I can't, I can't take it back. I mean, can you believe that scenario? And that was a bad choice. And there were a lot of people in the store that day who saw that. Now, did that mean not everybody came back? But let me tell you, I did tell other people that story that affected them going but you know i'll guarantee you that there were people who maybe didn't go when they didn't have to or they did tell other people that story i mean it was one of those things that was everybody was just looking at each other like why would they do that because they were thinking about the money she was thinking the short term and making bad decisions which hurt marketing still can't believe that story and, but it's it's very true. And, and it's happened many times. And maybe you have a very similar story. You have a similar story like that? Put it in the comments below. I want to hear your story about somebody who just made a bad decision that day. Maybe it, wasn't, it was just in a bad mood. I bet we've had a million of those. Someone is in a bad mood and uh, snaps at you when you really shouldn't be. Because here's the problem with, that I think a lot of us deal with, and this is very common, is that a lot of times... We react to people as a whole. In other words, we punish, we punish the, all of our customers for the sins of our past customers. So you have a lot of customers who ask the same question. And the first time they asked it, oh, hey, let me help you out. Let me just answer this question for you. The second time, yeah, okay. Third time, like, oh, come on. You've asked me this question 650 times. and No, they haven't. Everybody else did. And you're punishing the sins of the past customers because it's a common question. So what can you do to better communicate 
and make sure that people don't ask that question as often. It's obviously a common question. But a lot of times we don't think about that because we're not working through it. We're not thinking about these processes. We're not thinking about how we go about our processes working with our clients, following up with clients. What is our process? Remember number three. Seven, five, three, one. Three is processes, having three processes. In other words, what are the areas that are like the sticking points in your business that you can develop and create better processes to make your company run smoother? When your company runs smoother and you have better processes, you have happier customers. And when you have happier customers, that is a marketing tactic. It's a real marketing tactic when you have done things that have generated happy customers. Number one is obviously developing a channel, and that's the obvious marketing tactic, most certainly. And I want to share with you what I found out about on Twitter today. Somebody came to my blog uh, at roshsillers.com and commented on a old post. And what she said is, she's a writer. I, I looked her up. She's a writer. And it did turn out that she wrote a post on this. She said, oh, are you the person who created Archive Day? Hashtag Archive Day. And it's a post that I wrote in 2011, how I was sharing past blog posts and I would hashtag it Archive Day. Just helping the people who had you know, new, new followers to see some of my best older work. And I wrote about it and how the results of it, which were really good. And I've continued to do it throughout the years, off and on, maybe once a year. Maybe like in the beginning of January, I would often do an archive day or, or maybe in the middle of the year do an archive day. Well, it turns out, I guess, archive day uh, continues on without me, <laughs> just fine. Not only that, it, the designated archive day is Saturday. Now, it's not one of the huge, biggest ar uh, hashtags out there, most certainly, but it fits to the, that whole marketing idea, of course, is one, really discovering how more and more, um, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do a video on this at some point, because I I've, I've, I've have about 20,000, well, I'm over 20,000 tweets now, and I wanna write a post about what 20,000 tweets have gotten me, which, are a lot of things. I mean, a lot of good stuff has happened for those 20,000 tweets, but some things have slowed down, different points, different phases of Twitter, and I want to share that. Um, I, I definitely I think I'm going to write about it. I may very well do a video about it, but I think it really is interesting to see how something that you created many years ago continues to have a life, and I found that, um, I found that satisfying. I thought that was really nice uh, because I still do it. The archive day. I didn't realize it. It became kind of a thing in some communities, especially like writer communities and blogger communities, where they have each day has a different, um, like some kind of blogging Monday and so forth. I haven't kept on the hashtags, but Saturday being the archive day, that was cool. I got to tell you. So, last one, of course. You know, when we're talking about growing our small business, uh, we talked about it last time. I'll talk about it briefly again this time because not everybody sees every video, but I think it's one of those things we have to keep reminding yourselves. And quite honestly, all these things, I have to remind myself too when I'm working on the marketing side of my business. And that's the actor, ATCR. It's really ACTR if you're going to, but anyway, because it's awareness, traffic, 
conversions and retention and remembering all those elements and what are you applying to develop awareness of your brand, driving traffic to your website, uh, improving conversions, better calls to action, A-B testing and retention, that email. Following up with the client is a process and, and that's important. And are you continuously testing better ways in which you can better follow up with the client and, and improve your business that way. There's so many different elements, but I really do think the theme of growing your small business with a marketing perspective, everything is a communication to the customer, everything front facing or affects them in some way. Sometimes cutting back on a little bit of quality. We talked about the very first example was the toothbrush. What if you took off that really nice handle? and just made it a basic. Because it's all about the brushing and the, the brush bristles, right? Who cares about the hand? But it could make a big difference. And you save money, and maybe you save money for a few months. People are just used to buying that brand, but then realize, not so nice anymore. And you know, you save money in the short term, but lost money in the long term because people eventually found a better toothbrush to hold that they appreciated much more. But those kinds of things make a difference, and those many little things make a difference. And believe me, as someone who <laughs> does, isn't great with the little things, to be quite honest, um, you know, I have to remind myself of those little things that I can continuously improve upon it and make a part of my processes. When I realize I really need to do something better for my customers, I try to put it in one of those three or four processes. Sometimes you may only have one or two processes, but you have processes. Never have too many. If you have too many that you're focusing on at one time, you're just going to really not do anything. So that's important to remember, not to have too many of those processes. Okay, on to the question and answer. And I, I only have a few. So those of you who have questions, um, feel free to put them in the chat. And those of you who are watching on the replay, feel free to put them in the comments. And so with this, uh, some of these questions are, are related to what we certainly have talked about today. And, you know, the, the whole process of everything is marketing. And what, what I was talking about earlier with Michael and everything being um, a, a presentation, you know, if you think about it, those two areas are really similar. Everything, it's communication. Communication is, is getting, is connecting with every, every moment. And he would say every social media moment is a presentation. Meeting people at a networking event is a presentation. And, you know, everything you do in the public is a presentation of some sort. And that's the way we apply this um, marketing idea of everything's presentation. What, so what, what are some of the areas? So this was kind of a question. It's a combination of questions. What are some of the areas that you see marketing that, people don't normally talk about. And that kind of fits right into our conversation. And one of the first ones I often, just because just it's kind of reflexive, I, I say, well, think about your voicemail. Think about your voicemail. What, what does your voicemail say? Hey, it's me, leave a message. I mean, is, is that exciting? I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times through the years people have called me and, and they said, wow, I love your message. It's so inspirational, it made my day. Um, and I don't, it wasn't inspirational quotes or anything. It was just happiness. It was just, hey, how you doing? You know, and, and, and it was a positive reaction and, and people really did appreciate that. But, you know, sometimes it's the person at the front desk. And, and you know, 
yeah, we talked about this a while ago with uh, one of my clients. Um, and they, they were in a business that, you know, we were sending them calls, but the person who was answering the phone was so rude that we could drive all this business to them, but you would never know it because they weren't closing anything. <laughs> they weren't getting any new customers because the person answering the phone was being disturbed and let the person on the other line know that they that person really had other things they would rather be doing than serve the opportunity for the new customer. And those are the kinds of things that are, are important to think about. I had a building that I was in a number two, two, three years ago, and it was pretty much vacant. It kind of was redone. They told me, I knew the, the people that were working with um, these buildings and they've been made some really nice buildings out of really nothing. And, and so they're, they're rehabbing the buildings and they weren't getting it done. They weren't doing anything new and eventually I had to move because the experience of coming to my office was rather scary. And once they got into my office, it was okay. But you, the, the impression that was being left, where my office was, was marketing. And the town was fine. And where, you know, in general, it was fine. Nobody said, oh, I, I'm not going to go to that town. No. Or, or even that area. No, that was not it. But the building itself was not inviting. Architecture. Um, the, all these things can make the difference. Look at every element. And you can improve it. I always have things to improve. And believe me, many people are more than happy to let me know. <laughs> and that's fine. I don't get mad. I, I thank people who let me know that I'm doing a horrible job at something. You don't like my podcasts, my videos, my blogs. That's fine. Tell me why. And enough people tell me why. I say, hmm, yep, got to fix that. And believe me, there have been plenty of things that I have fixed and plenty of things I still got to fix. And I think that's the same for all of us. I had a question related to Facebook because so many people keep asking me about Facebook and should they quit? You know, they've seen articles of how people are quitting Facebook. And I honestly, you know, you can lock down your Facebook pretty well and you need to go into the settings and the privacy and really look through and see what is turned on. But here's the thing. I, I Until there's another platform in which you're going to find grandma, you're going to find your Aunt Betsy and your Uncle Joe, and you can keep in touch and connect with them on a regular basis, Facebook is it. Now, you don't necessarily have to use it for business. Uh, there are a lot of fine platforms to use for business to connect people, but they still do have the largest audience. So you'll, you'll need to weigh that. But as far as Facebook itself, I really don't mind it. Um, I mean, I don't like a lot of the things. I don't use my business page, but I don't think you have to quit, especially because remember, all these social media platforms are communication tools. And I, I was having this conversation the other day. I, I often use this as an example. It's like, you know, someone, especially people who hate social media, hate, you know, it's like, look, it's just a tool. And how you use it is up to you. My cell phone in the hands of my teenage daughter the cell phone in the hands of my teenage daughter is used much differently than in mine. I think in my hands, it's generally more productive than it is in the teenage daughter's hands. And the same thing goes with all the social platforms. 
So don't judge a platform whether you should use it for advertising based on your own opinion. And I think that's true with any marketing. Too many people make decisions based on their experience. Now, obviously, that's what we have. But you need to disconnect yourself sometimes when thinking about how you're going to go about your marketing. Take the time to think about where that audience is and why they might be using that channel and, and build out from there. I still enjoy talking to friends and family from fa through Facebook. And those of you who are, you know, have too many political comments, which I still don't know why people do that, um, if they're in business, that is. I understand why people want to share their thoughts. It's a platform to share your voice, and that's fine. But if you're a business person um, and trying to build a reputation within a community, I, I, I don't get that so much. Um, but, you know, I enjoy it and you know lock things down. People can't post to my wall and I don't really engage very often at all on my on my Facebook with controversial stuff. Every, every once in a while there's there's a moment of I gotta say something but that that that's a risk I do take. Do you do you uh, put anything like that in your Facebook? Let me know in the comments below what what is it that you um, do, do you avoid? that kind of conversation and and then why you know is it because you just don't want to get into it which is smart that's good clear thinking or you know you, it could affect business because you do have a lot of associates and colleagues who, um, that are watching your feed who are friends of yours so um, last one and this is one I've talked about a number of times and this will be the last one related to LinkedIn and that is related to video and how you should go about video and should the question is just kind of general is one or two questions you know should i use video on linkedin is this something i should explore and i really do think it is i don't think long form is where you want to go i think i've been slowly pulling back on how long those videos should be i was kind of open to having longer videos you can go up to 10 minutes um you know three four minutes is probably fine like facebook and i kind of look at it like facebook because facebook your average video is viewed for eight seconds. And I have a feeling that it's not much more than that on LinkedIn, on average. I mean, if you're really good, you can get people all the way through. But let's just use the standards that you probably are going to face and that I face and that we all face. So take a look at LinkedIn, but create shorter, helpful, business-related or industry-related videos that people are going to find valuable in their in their industry, in their business. Maybe you have some statistics. Maybe you have a bit of advice on how to go about something in from a business or marketing perspective, uh, a processes perspective. Those are the kinds of videos that should be on LinkedIn. So have a plan around that. And, not, and like on other platforms, try to create videos that one might lead to another video. That could be very helpful too. And so th plan out your videos ahead of time, and I think you will find a lot of benefit. And more than anything, especially on LinkedIn, on those channels, be consistent with them. If you don't start off with five and then, oh, well, now I'm down to three, and then, okay, I'm kind of doing once a week maybe. No, start off with something that's reasonable. You're always better off starting off with a number that's reasonable and build your way up. So start with one a week and see how that goes, see the reaction and build out from there. All right. Well, thank you so much. Sorry, we had a little technical difficulty in the beginning of this show, but uh, I do appreciate everyone 
being here and we'll we'll get it right last next time uh, the, those of you who are wondering i just did not have the right camera connected i, I did not have my uh um the, the logic logic tech camera on top it was coming through and partially blocked by my my screen uh, uh, from my uh, laptop computer so that that was the deal all righty it's been fun talk to you next monday four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I appreciate it. I have some videos coming out this week. I will have the first video on the how to get to six figures in your small business video. It'll start with my video. Then after that, will be Michael Angelo Caruso and we continue from there. If you have any suggestions, I know I'm at the very end and everybody's long gone, but if you have any suggestions for an interview style video uh, for that series, please let me know. You have a great day.